Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Fat Muscle Project podcast. I'm John Gorman, one of your hosts. It's question of the week time, and this is a really good topic. We've talked about it a zillion times over the last 10 to 15 years, I know, but we're going to keep talking about it because there's a lot of really interesting information on this supplement of creatine. So Lisa, why don't you go ahead and take this away and let people know what our question of the week is. Awesome. Our question of the week is, why does weight usually increase when first starting creatine? Is it good or bad? And how should I best be taking creatine? So like what kind of time of day, what dosage loading or not, et cetera. Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I guess I'll just start by saying, you know, creatine, um, you know, adds, you know, what's called phosphates to adenosine triphosphate, which is the um, energy source within the, the muscle cells. Um, you know, phosphates will break off and get depleted. So creatine kind of replenishes that. So you have more um, anaerobic um, energy, right? Anaerobic meaning like you can probably hold your breath to do like a three rep bench press, maybe even five reps, but you probably can't hold your breath and run five miles, right? So it's anaerobic, meaning that it doesn't need oxygen. So ATP is that power source for that. So creatine adds gas basically to that power source. Um, it's osmotic and that's why it, it, uh, pulls water and, and your muscles are water anyway, about 70% water. So that's why you get that fullness from it. Yeah. That's... Awesome. Thank you for seeing the, the stage there. Um, and yeah, so in regards to the drawing the, the water into the muscle more, when you start taking creatine, John, um, is that good or bad to answer the se second question in there? It's, it's a great thing. I think everyone listening um, there's a very small population of people that have really low EGFR, which is kidney function, things like that, that your doctor is going to want you to stay away from creatine and have a lower protein intake, tiny, tiny, tiny amount of the population. So that's the only people that really need to worry too much about it. Um, all the research, it's the most researched product, uh, supplement ever. Um, and it's the best money. Mm -hmm that you can spend, uh, to get results. So creatine to me should be taken literally by anyone that's training in the gym, men, women, it doesn't matter. And back to what you were saying, Lisa and Jeff, you know, osmotic means it pulls water into the cell. It's a cell volumizer. So what happens is your muscles are fuller, they're stronger, uh, they're more anabolic, which means you, you grow better. A wet muscle is an anabolic muscle. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things it helps increase strength and performance. So think about high school football players. Like that's the, those are perfect types of athletes or, or CrossFitters or just anyone that's training in the gym like us, like we're trying to explode up and, and be stronger. Creatine is the best, literally the best thing that you should take that a lot of people don't because they're afraid of the weight gain. So I will see mm -hmm. most people gain a pound or two at least when they start taking creatine. I know we're going to talk about how to take it, how much, but I usually warn people, it's kind of like people that haven't been eating any salt and I have them start salting their food. I'm like, Hey, you're going to gain a little bit of water weight because you're going to start to fill the muscle out with a little bit of water. Creatine is the same way. So usually I see it for about a week. Like I'll see most people gain, I'll see most people gain like one pound, maybe two pounds if you're a larger individual. Um, but it's exactly the kind of weight that you want to gain. 
That's what I was just going to say. It actually is a good sign if your weight is going up because it means your muscle is getting saturated. Um, and therefore, that's that's what we want. There are people that respond a lot slower and the weight doesn't go up. Not saying that that's necessarily a terrible sign or means it's not working for you. Um, but yeah, the, the weight going up initially is actually a good sign. Um, for anyone who's still like on the fence or who's saying, oh, I don't actually care that much about strength or performance or hypertrophy um for me the thing that you should pretty much tip anyone over the edge of if they're sitting on the fence is that there's more and more research emerging as well as to creatine's cognitive benefits um and potential to to help prevent um cognitive decline as we age and in, in the sense of alzheimer's or dementia and even for kids there has been research done with adolescents um especially uh, also those training in any contact sports and so on so really as john said everyone should be taking creatine even if you're not strength training in my opinion um there really is no negative uh or a contraindication really as to why you shouldn't be taking it um so yes let's get into the next part of the question how should i best be taking creatine um that old myth of loading is that something that we should still be doing or what time mm. of day dosage and so on um jeff maybe you can start us off there mm. yeah the concept of loading in my opinion i think you're gonna end up at the same place um, so I don't think it's necessary to do it, although some people may feel like it's working faster and loading is basically taking a lot of it, usually within the first week or two. And I think it's like anywhere from 25 to 30 grams versus, you know, if you just took it like a little bit each day, which is what you're supposed to do to maintain its effects, it's like five grams and as long as you take it, it's in your system. Um, and then I think some people take it with like juice too. That's why, you know, in the early days, I, I think like when I was in high school, I remember I, I bought my first supplement. It was uh muscle tech cell tech. Yeah. Cell tech was creatine with basically like Kool-Aid powder <laughs> mixed in. And I thought I was like carrying like steroids in my backpack or something. <laughs> like this. I would pull out in the long five for four reps you know so <laughs> oh that's brilliant <laughs> yeah the, the, um, yeah john can you give us a bit more detail in, in the sense of how you would recommend taking it yeah it, it's one of those things you don't need insulin for creatine to be stored and cross the cell that's <laughs> that's the thing you don't need insulin uh but back in the day the thought process was especially eas with products like phosphogen hp and those yeah. things back in the day they wanted to try and drive it into the muscle uh, and you don't necessarily have to. So save the yeah. calories, eat your carbs. Don't worry about that. Um, so just five grams is okay. a pretty standard dose. Um, just take it. And all of a sudden, you know, you're going to have about a month's worth of creatine stored in you once you get fully saturated. And what people don't realize is you pull from those stores, right? Like when you drink creatine, maybe it's before you work out or during your workout or whatever. Sure, you do use that to volumize the cell and, and to get some immediate ATP, but it's also stored in the body. And your body pulls from those stores and uses it. So it's one of those things to where you don't have to really worry about loading. But there is a time. Um, am I cutting out you guys or am I good? I think you're okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry to our listeners. Sometimes we have a little technical difficulties. The only time I would say to load it is if I've got a client that hasn't been using it, 
and all of a sudden they've got something coming up like a meet or a peak week coming up. Yeah. And I think, okay, hey, I can fill this person's muscles out really quick, but I don't have a lot of time. I will load them on creatine. Um, and I usually do, you know, 20 grams a day for about four or five days seems to get them there pretty quickly. Uh, you just spread that out. Um, it's, it's real easy. It doesn't taste like anything. Like that's why we sell creatine monohydrate because you just throw it in, it disappears. You don't even know what's in your drink. Uh, but make sure you've got a high quality micronized creatine. Like don't get this super, super cheap stuff from Walmart, like use high quality, but you know, but four scoops a day should get you there. Um, mm -hmm. And you're going to see the scale go up, but you're going to see a drastic difference in your look. If you're somebody that's competing on stage and your strength is going to go up really fast if you're getting ready for a meet. So that, that's the times I will do that. Mm -hmm. And the, in the sense of um, quality of creatine, if you're thinking of like experience, experimenting with other things like creatine, um, ethylester or, or whatever the other um, ones are called, um, don't waste your money on that creatine monohydrate. There has been so much, the most amount of research has been done on that. And um, everything else is either potentially of the same, effect but way more expensive or less has a lesser effect so don't waste your money on that front would be my tip um on that end um and in terms of dosage um i think if we're dealing with really small individuals we can sometimes get away with three grams or so um so let's just say a female 110 grams or something like that might be fine with three grams and um, if you're a larger male with you know 250 grams or uh, 250 pounds or so um you might want to err on the side of 10 grams per day, perhaps, or if you're doing contact sports, but generally that recommendation of five grams per day um, is probably pretty safe for, for everyone. Um, uh, in the sense of loading, my only point would be your problem. It, it's more likely that you have digestive discom discomfort if you are loading, I believe. And, but like John said, if you spread it out throughout the day, chances are a little bit slimmer. Um, otherwise my, my point or from what um, my, my read of the literature is that it doesn't really matter what time of the day, um, as long as you take it every day, even if you're not training, there might be smaller, sm a small benefit if you take it with your training or after training, but like marginal, even if you, if you consume it at night, um, just as long as you literally, you know, remember to do it, to take it every day. I think that's the most important thing. It's not so crucial that it's right around your training from what I'm aware of. Correct. Yeah. You just want to be saturated. And the other thing is uh, like regarding that word saturation is that if you're, you know, eating, you know, regular amounts of protein, you know, especially red meat, you're going to be getting a lot of creatine anyway. Creatine is, you know, formed from, it's derived from like amino acids, um, ar arginine being the main one uh, and that's found in red meats, right? Full amino acid profiles. So I would say creatine would benefit, let's say people who are vegan and may not be getting complete amino acid profiles from their foods. Um, and we're just really topping off the tank because if you eat red meat and you eat adequate amounts of protein, you're going to be fairly saturated. So we're looking for like another 10%, maybe 20% on top to really fill that tank. So you don't get depleted during hard training or when you're dieting. And that's, that's where creatine really shines, I would say. I, I like to use it in a couple places. I, I don't think it makes a huge difference, but it's one of those tiny, tiny things to where if you have it before you train, anything we can do to try and volumize the cell during training to help pull nutrients and, and, and water and, and um, everything into the muscle, right? 
glutamine is another thing. I know that we're not going to talk in depth about glutamine, but it's a cell volumizer too, not the same level, but all the, you know, citrulline, like all these different things I like to have my physique athletes have right before they train to try and volumize the cell. You know, somebody getting on stage, their pump up drink, I'm going to have them put creatine in it. So when they're pumping, they're trying to pull as much into the muscle cell as possible. So um, do I think it's going to make a huge difference in growth over time? No. I, like you guys said, I, you just take it every day and make sure you don't miss it. And especially as you're older, you know, Lisa, you talked about the cognitive function. I want to hit on that before we wrap this up. If you're a little bit older, um, creatine has been shown to help with cognitive function. And that's just something that for a lot of people, it declines with age. So why not take it? So that's, that's my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 100%. I agree with that. Great. Cool. You guys have anything else to add? Mm-hmm. No, not much. I think we covered everything with that question and then some. Yeah. So hope yeah. that helps. Progressed. Yep. Grab grab your creatine. We've got it in the show notes. A little shameless plug here. Just just, just <laughs> hit the show notes. But in the show notes is our email. You can hit any of us up, all three of us. It doesn't matter if you have a question that you want to have answered. Um, leave us a review. We're going to be giving away $200, $50 gift card for supplements to the Fat Muscle Project online store. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. We love these questions. Keep them coming in and we'll keep our answer for myself, Jeff and Lisa. We're out of here. See you guys. All right. See you. Thank you.